You're listening to the one of us.net podcast network. Is there anything better than cracking open a cold beer and listening to your favorite podcasts? No, sir. And I'm here to tell you that the beer you should be cracking is one from our new sponsor, Circle Brewing, located in Austin, Texas at 2340 West Breaker Lane, Suite B. You can have a frosty one in their fabulous tap room where lots of seasonal specials await you, or you can get lots of their treats in the bottle or can at your local craft beer retailer. Try their award-winning Alibi Blonde or their diabolically rich Devil Knight Barrel-Aged Stout. They have so many solid choices, and they are the official sponsor of OneOfUs.net. Support Circle Brewing and support us, and we really need your support. There is no site without subscribers, and that depends on you. Please think about becoming a subscriber, because we cannot do this without you. The four different subscription tiers are there to give different flavors of bonus content, but we absolutely need your help, whether you sign up to give $2, $5, $10, or $25 a month. Don't be one of those people who love something but won't lift a finger to keep it around. Help one of us and keep those podcasts coming. Hey, we're doing something very different this week. We're doing it live. Woo! So... We are recording the uh, I'm the Prize podcast early in the morning. It's like 6, well, no, 7 a.m. for us, 6 for Bradley here. Uh, we're watching the Golden Globe Award nominations live as would be announced by Andy Samberg and Sandra O. Oh. Hey, so. I like Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah, I like Andy Samberg. You, you, you guys, like you guys can Samberg? have her. <laughs> <laughs> he produced Brigsby Bear. I like the guy, and I will respect him for that and that alone. Okay, also, the stuff that he's not directly in, I can tolerate him in. Popstar's so. good. Never stop, never stopping. Nah, no. I don't know. I, I, I've, I've been vocal about it and other things. I'm just like, I just find that dude like just so freaking annoying and so much stuff. I just he thinks he's funny and that makes him less funny to me. You know, it's like it's weird. Like if somebody like the Mike Myers syndrome. If you think you're funny, you're usually not very funny. Oh, you don't like Mike Myers either. Oh no, I, I think I think Mike Myers can be funny, but sometimes he thinks he's too funny, so then it's not as funny. You know. He does laugh a lot at his own jokes, but that might too be a part of the bit. I don't know. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, yeah, we're waiting for the live announcements. The stream has officially started. And I'm assuming that I'll get started in about, like, what, four or five minutes? So, all right. Any wild predictions uh, of who might make it onto the list? <clears throat> I'm just going to be might mad. Make I it on. <laughs> um, I'm guessing Jonah Hill for something. I have, I doubt that will happen at all for this. Oh, Jonah Hill always makes it on for something. This will be like four years in a row, right? Where everyone will pretend like they don't realize it. Uh, Jonah He he directed a movie that was fine. Yeah, he directed a movie that nobody watched. Well, I mean, very few people watched. I watched it. That's my out of left field, out of left field prediction, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, best director for mid-90s, yeah, Nah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, to, I to be fair, that... Ridley Scott got nominated for All the Money in the World last year. So Yeah, that was There weird. you go. See? What was that? that was... All the Money. Is that even a thing? That was that was, a, that? that was a pity nomination because he, like, reshot, like, Aww. a third of the movie. They were like, good on you, man. <clears throat> yeah. And then Christopher Plummer actually got the Oscar nomination for that film. Like, I called it. I, I will tell you now. I called it on this podcast that he would get nominated. Dang it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, because Christopher Plummer is the only good thing about that movie. Also, I think Christopher Plummer, though I haven't seen all the money in the world, he's just awesome, man. He he is awesome, and he's really good in the movie. The movie is yeah. 
not worth your time at all. <laughs> you know, Davey, you know how much more of this podcast I need to be happy about this? How much? More. More. <laughs> more. Uh, I, lo- I love Christopher Plummer. He's great. <laughs> Justin, I, I appreciate that you're doing a very good thing in trying to lower my mood as much as possible so when Bohemian Rhapsody gets nominated for something, the, the shift in my voice won't be too intense. You know, I, I don't think it's as popular as people are trying to give it credit for. Like, it might do okay with Gold Globe nominations. I doubt that'll yeah. translate to actual Oscar success. Oh, there's no chance in this world or the next that Bohemian Rhapsody will get nominated for I I think any Oscars, but the Golden Globes like to do this thing when they're like, uh, this is like a kind of Oscarish movie, but like people actually like it and watch it. So sure, let's, yeah, let's Golden Globes for for all the stuff that people say about Oscars being corrupt and everything else is like, no, Golden Globes are corrupt. Like they will do stuff just purely for getting people to come to the ceremony. So. Yeah, too true. Because yeah. the uh, Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie and the Tourist, right? Yeah. Uh, she, freaking. Johnny Depp and the Tourist, best actor in a comedy. That movie's not funny. Because <laughs> at, at least, at least the Oscars are corrupt, like Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. Like at least they know what they're doing. Like it's a smart man being corrupt. With the Golden Globes, it's like Shia LaBeouf in Wall Street. Money never sleeps. He's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but this isn't morally right, and I'm not smart enough to get away with this. So sure, <laughs> Oscars, for lack of a better word. Are good. Out <laughs> <laughs> of left field prediction: Bradley Cooper is nominated for best actor in musical comedy and drama. I, I mean, Brad, is that even going to be a doubt? I'm pretty sure he's he's going to be nominated for like best screenplay, best director, best actor, and best picture this year. So and best <laughs> abs. Wait, uh, is, would, is that a new category? Was I wrong about that being a new category? Um. You know, his thing, like, I don't think anyone's actually seen The Mule. Like, I don't I, think so either. Because that's the thing, like, like, the Golden Globes, usually there's at least maybe, like, one or two movies they don't watch before the deadlines. And I think The Mule is one of those. Because, okay. I don't know what, like, Clint Eastwood do that thing where he hedges his bets, where it's, like, literally the last minute he goes, uh-oh, here's my movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it works, you know? Amer- American Sniper came out of nowhere. Good too. So. Yeah. I don't know if it's just an amazing trailer, but, well, you know. It's a pretty good trailer. I, it, I liked it. Yeah. It is I a really good trailer. it's a great trailer. Yeah. Like, that's the thing where it's like, I, I want it to be good, because I think Clint Eastwood's a great director, and, you know, just, yeah. You don't want him to leave this earth with a stinker. Which Yeah, well, I, what, what? Like, oh, yeah, the, the 15, 17, the Paris. The so. worst movie of the year still, for my money, <laughs> I, at least. I did not see it, so I'm just it like, is... no, even by the trailer, and even by the news of its existence, I'm like, yeah, that seems like a really bad idea. It is a special, marvelous kind of awful movie. Well, it's it's definitely ambitious, and the uh, gentlemen are definitely not actors. I'll just say that about it. See, like, Clint that's his habit. He he likes to do a thing now where he gets a couple celebrities, and then everyone else is non-actors. And it's like, sometimes that works. Like, American Sniper, you can tell they're not actors, but at least Bradley Cooper's there to head, uh, to anchor it a little bit. Yeah, but the thing is, they wouldn't do that with the leads. Yeah, no, 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 that's the problem. Carry the dramatic rate. Carry the dramatic weight. Imagine Sully with Aaron Eckhart and Laura Linney. But it's like some guy instead of Tom Hanks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, Letters to Iwo Jima. He could. So, well, no, he had Kim Watanabe in that one. So I'm like, okay, he at least had one guy who was like an established actor in the headline role. Yeah. Um, but and, and that's actually kind of the point because then Flies of Our Fathers. Who's the biggest actor in that movie? 
I uh, haven't seen. Was Flags it Ryan Phillippe? I think it, I think it was Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> well, okay, well, they tried to make it Ryan Phillippe, but it's like Ryan Phillippe is not nearly the celebrity they think he is. So that is true. Uh, I feel like he was again having not seen Flags of Our Fathers and knowing very little about Ryan Phillippe. Wasn't that like it's like 2005? Uh, it was 2006, yeah. but yeah, that's oh. thing. Is like that was around the time when they thought that Ryan Philippe would be a thing, and then it's like, well, he's. I see. Yeah, so Paul Walker's cameo was neat, but it took me. Right oh, was he the in movie. that movie? I totally forgot. It, it was like for 20 seconds. It was like <laughs> we're almost there, guys. <laughs> oh, was like, he the guy who got blown up and his head rolled onto the ground? Or no? Okay, no, that was a different guy. Then. He, he got he got um, shot and was all, oh, they got me. Which <laughs> to his credit, I'm sure he acted credit, just that well no. too. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but to his credit, supposedly and allegedly, that was the final words of someone on the beach. So, yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm sure. I'm just saying, like, his acting but style. But selling is, like, yeah. you know, reality and selling that reality are two different things. So, yeah. all, all right. I want is that there to be another take of that line where he just looks in the camera and goes, Looks like that bullet was only traveling a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> It's seven AM. This is not the time for good this is not the time for good jokes. Get ready for a lot of terrible, terrible puns. I want to see him in V Diesel part ways uh, on the beach, ready to <laughs> But it's like the nineteen forties, so they're in like they're in like Ford cars driving away. <laughs> they, they both have army jeeps driving on opposite sides of the island. <laughs> as like the battle of like as like the, the Dunkirk beach stuff is happening in the background. Uh that's to be fair, though, good. I mean, Flags of Fathers is an okay yeah. movie, but Letters to Iwo Jima was by far the best of the I think that was an incredible film. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Because have you seen that one, Davey? I have not seen either of them. I'm... Oh, my God. You know, I'm going to lend you my copy of Letters to Iwo Jima. That one is just absolutely, totally worth your time. I'd so. love to. I Because Clint Eastwood is super hit or miss for me. Like, I either really, really like what he does, or I just am so bored by it. So I want to watch more of his good stuff, because... Well, you know, that's the thing is like he he the older he gets the more measured his pace becomes but sometimes he can channel that into productive work you know yeah i mean like because it's weird and then the movies that i'm mediocre on are always weird like i kind of like jay edgar and i kind of didn't like american sniper which are like the, that's the wrong opinion on both of those movies but like <laughs> it, yeah. it's weird how like you can have something like million dollar baby which is a perfect film Oh, it was and great. Then, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then in like two to three years, you can have Sully and 1517 to Paris, both movies that I very much do not like. I mean, Sully, I actually think is okay. The problem with Sully is that it, it ended exactly when they ran out of material because they barely had enough to justify like an hour 20 minutes or even an hour 10 minutes. I forget how long yeah, it, it, did, like, it did. But... It did stop when they ran out of material, which was 15 minutes <laughs> into the movie. Wow! Wop wop. They did repeat the same sequence a couple times to the point where I'm like, Okay, yeah, clearly there was only so much story you could put into this film. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing, like, also saying Clint Eastwood usually makes his films with a high level of precision. I mean, Sully, for as okay as it is, it's got good actors, it's got good sound mixing, it's got good, you know, production value. Yeah, I will say that plane sequence is gorgeous. It almost feels like the movie just should have been, like, a short film of that sequence, you know? Like, like the actual, like, them crashing and getting out of the plane. It's like, yeah, it's a really faithful recreation. I, I don't know if we needed this court case around it. But. Yeah, I mean, I would have watched a 90-minute <laughs> real-time, like, exploration of everything that was happening, like, during that crash. Like, if it was just, like, hour and a half of real-time, I would I would dig that. That's yeah. Uh, he's ambitious enough to do something like that. I mean, he had... Crazy enough. 
Yeah, he had Bradley Cooper playing with a little baby doll, like a literal doll in American Sniper. Yeah, and when he so. wasn't talking to Sienna Miller, he had a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because uh, I'm trying to see now, is the stream starting now, so. I like looking at to... the, um, on the Facebook comments going down on this I... Golden Globe stream because they're all making me mad. Oh, yeah, I just saw the one that said, Bohemian Rhapsody all the way. It's like they it was, know they just want to piss you off, Davey. It was like Bohemian Rhapsody everything. and then Glenn Close afterwards, and I was like, no, the wife is also bad. See, you're the only person <laughs> I know who doesn't like the wife so far. Well, I, I really did not like the wife. Like, there, I haven't seen it. Where did you see the wife at? Yeah, where did you see, even see? Oh, 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 here we go, here we go. Good morning, and welcome to the announcement of the 76th Annual Golden Globe Award nominations. So is our video going to pick up them talking? Or? Oh, uh, uh, did I hear it? I hear it. Okay. But is our audience going to hear it? Uh, what I'll do is I'll find the video afterwards and I'll add it, you know, underneath kind of thing. Fancy. So yeah, audience, we just started right now. The the president of the of the Golden Globes is speaking. Kind of looks like she's wearing her PJs too, like Davy is right now. <laughs> it is seven o'clock in the morning. I have been up for eighteen hours, and I am twenty years old. And eighteen hours. Yeah, I was afraid that I was going to sleep through this, so I just stayed up. Um, yeah, oh, unbelievable. I was just going to make that joke. Like most twenty-year-olds are just about to go to bed. Especially the ones that just got Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I was playing Red Dead Redemption Two last night, so I must be one of that one of those people. Yeah, there you go. Meanwhile, I'm the guy who's like, you guys want to talk about Infinifactory, Steven Sausage Roll, and other puzzle games on Steam? Like I'm that kid. <laughs> you are the definition of the hipster millennial, man. <laughs> Justin, I think that might be the, the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Big Steam sale coming up. Isan will be assisting us with the ceremony. And will be using her ambassador. I think she looks great. Yeah, looks comfortable, but looks presentable, you know. And, oh, I really, really don't want to be judging how people look, though. That's going to get us mean comments. Sorry, also. You know, the... positive body shame is a thing now. Yeah. Sorry, the, the stream is just acting a little slow. Oh, here we go, here we go. Good. As we find ourselves in a resurgence of oh, like the Hollywood foreign press for everything it does. A prestigious new award. That will recognize the highest level oh, please of say there's a popularity category. That'd be hilarious. Best popular musical wait, wait, wait. comedy. Best popular <laughs> drama. Wait, wait, wait. Right. This new annual award will honor TV's biggest names and brightest talents. Did she just call the Golden Globes the highest level of achievement in the medium? Oh, yeah. She did. I think she the did. The Golden Globes are all about the Golden Globes. That's, that's their, first, their first priority, is the Golden Globes themselves. <laughs> Yeah. During the ceremony, we will be giving out more alcohol than ever, so get ready to record those speeches, you do. <laughs> Sorry, for people who are presentation will take place on our January 6th show, and the first ever television honoree. Oh, special achievement award they're announcing, apparently. For a television? Someone in television? Interesting. Now. It's my honor. Oh, it's a television special achievement. Okay. Our first group of okay, okay, I see. Will be revealed in the coming days. Come on. Oh, right. Um, so the, the Andy Samberg and Sandra O are hosting the hey, ceremony. That, that's the thing. So It's me, Christian Slater. Yes, Christian Slater. Is, I was in Mr. Robot, man. Oh, you no. guys remember Heathers? I do. I've been cashing those royalty <laughs> checks for 30 years. To be fair, 
amazing. For the people who I know who have met Christian Slater, they say he's incredibly humble now. Like he's a super nice guy. Oh, I believe it because all uh, no joke. Yeah, I legitimately love like Christian Slater. I think he's awesome. From America's Got nope. Talent, the champions. Terry Crews! That's what... Everyone loves Terry Crews, yeah. Wait, did she just say from America's Got Talent, Terry Crews? No, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. She's talking about the importance of television and botches Terry Crews' work. All right, so Terry... All right. Great job. Great job. Hey, everybody. Best performance... By an actress in a limited series. All right, limited. So, yeah, there are te- television awards here, so you'll hear them. Amy Adams. Amy Charlie Adams, of course. Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Escape at Dan Okay, that show hasn't come out yet, but... Connie Britton, Dirty John, hmm. Laura Dern, The Tale, <laughs> Regina King, Seven Seconds. Wow, okay. Oh, there you go. I forgot that The Tale came out this year. Best television series, musical or comedy. It's on HBO Go. Barry, HBO, The Good Place, Yes, NBC, Kidding, Yes, Showtime, The Kaminsky Method, Really, Netflix, The Marvelous Mrs. May. Oh, so, so that was comedy series. Okay. Kaminsky Method. Mm-hmm. Best motion picture. Okay, four language. Here we go. Capernaum. Okay. Lebanon. Girl. Belgium. Interesting. Never Look Away. Germany. Of course. Roma. Of Mexico, course. Obviously. Roma. Shoplifters. And Shoplifters. Yeah. So no burning. Mostly, has been getting a lot of ground, yeah. No mostly burning. the expected nominee. Okay, so... Roma, Yeah, Capernaum right. is so, one of those ones that everyone's been tossing around for, like, probably going to get in, so... Is Roma this week? Wait. Oh, here we go. Or motion picture made oh, limited series or TV show. A TV movie. The Alienist. TNC. Chris doesn't like that show. of Chani Versace. Did you say Chani Versace? FX that cleaned up at the Emmys, if I'm not mistaken. Showtime. Sharp objects. Showtime clearly bought some space for Escape at Denimora. <laughs> I've always heard that series is great. The trailer was Best awesome for a very English scandal. In a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Oh, Dan Aguilera just Alan looks beautiful. Arkin, the Kaminsky Method. Kaminsky Method. Kieran Culkin, Succession. You know, I've heard Succession's actually pretty good. I've heard really good things about it. I just have no desire to watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Well, see, that's the problem where I feel like it's the Vice problem. Where it's like, Vice looks like it's a really good movie, but everyone's like, ugh, I don't want to watch a Dick Cheney movie. Screenplay. <laughs> oh, screenplay. Alfonso Cuaron. Roma. Cool. Deborah Davis, Tony McNamara. The favorite. The favorite, awesome. of course. Barry Jenkins. If Beale Street. If Beale Street could talk. Oh, nice. good. Adam McKay. Vice. Okay. Nick Vallelonga, Brian Curry, and Peter Farelli. Green Book. Green Book. <laughs> she forgot to say. Uh, was that screenplay? Yeah. yeah, that was best screenplay. She Look, didn't say First Reformed or or Bo Burnham. That yeah, because First Reformed isn't a well-written movie. <laughs> or Blind Spotting. Blind Spotting's too good for the Globes. <laughs> Blind Spotting. You said that earlier. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Genius, Picasso. <laughs> okay, so actor Daniel Lim- Brule, the alienist. Alienist. Darren Chris, the assassination. Okay, Darren Chris, admittedly, is the best part of Versace. Yeah, Crowell. Darren Chris has been cleaning up. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Patrick Melrose. Yep. I also forgot that that good, came out. Good novels. Good novels. Yeah. Scandal. Yeah, no, I definitely. Seen I've, I've never seen them, but best good novels. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, All right, limited series, or motion picture made for so television. many TV shows stuff. 
Alex at least they're like doing the smart Marcus thing and like kind of cutting Clarkson. between the two. Patricia Clarkson, sharp yeah. objects. Ooh, yeah. Penelope Cruz, the assassination of Chiani Versace, American Crime Story. Tandy Newton, Westworld. Ivan Strahovski. Hey, Ivan Strahovski. I love that actress. Best original score. Ooh, Most score. Wait, give, give me her wits. Marco Beltrami. A Quiet oh, Place. Oh, okay. Quiet Place. Alex, Alexandra Desplat. Nice. Alexandra Desplat getting a nomination. Gorenson, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Justin Hurwitz. First, First man. man. Mark Shaman. Mary Poppins. Okay. okay, real quick. Uh, Black Panther? Like, I get that that's like people are talking about that for like other awards, but score? Disney put a lot of money into this, I'm sure. By an in uh, I don't remember how the score goes. Exactly. Murphy Brown. Which is probably really? going to get canceled soon. <laughs> Close good. Brosnahan, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's been cleaning up. Okay, she said Rachel B, and I thought she was going to say Rachel Blue for Craziest Girlfriend, and I was about to get so hyped. <laughs> okay, musical series. Come. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is really America. who is America for Best Actor? Jim Carrey, kidding. Jim Carrey. Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method. Donald Glover, Atlanta. Yay. Bill Hader. Bill yes. Hader. Yay, Barry. Yay, Barry. Best Motion Picture Animated. Okay. Oh, animated. Incredibles 2. Of course. Right. Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Sure. Mirai. Ooh, Yay! Ooh, there we go. Breaks the Internet. And Spider-Man into the Whoa. Spider-Verse. I'm pretty sure all five of those are going to be the, as- the actual I thought I thought award shows just hated Phil Lord and Chris Miller. That's awesome. No. I mean, they love no, Spider-Man. D- Disney hates them now. Disney, yeah. <laughs> Disney hates them. This will take place at exactly 5.34 a.m., when we will be joined live by the Today Show. Yeah. We need to take a short break, so don't wander Oh, off. a break? Yes. Don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me where to wander at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's break down what just happened. All right, so uh, did anyone write that down? <laughs> I mean, I, I basically know like what we're dealing with. If you want, I could just complain about Green Book for like five minutes. Did you say First Reformed is a bad script? Uh, it's not only a bad script; it's a bad movie with a good performance at its center. Can we uh, can we pause a minute while I gather up some of my pearls and my monocles so I can yeah, clutch you're talking to the wrong person aghast here, <laughs> at such a statement? You you are talking to the wrong person. That was Brad's favorite movie this year. So, uh, so and apparently, sorry, it's, and so apparently, it's David Ehrlich's favorite movie. If you go by that video I shared yesterday, yeah, I was gonna say you and David Ehrlich can have fun being very intelligent people that are deeply wrong about movies from this year. <laughs> well, hmm. So okay, so talking about the film categories. Um, so best animated film. So I, if I remember correctly, it was Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet breaks and the into internet, Spider-Verse. Yeah. So it sounds like I'm pretty sure all five of those are going to be the best picture animated picture nominees. Yeah, that I, sounded like the best picture nominees for the Oscars. Mariah well. was kind of like the, the like wild card dark horse one, so I'm glad to see it getting in. Um, yeah, there you I'm go. Not yeah. Shocked about anything else? Yeah, I give it a ten. Yeah, because no, uh, I know Brad and I uh, we reviewed it with Michael um, a few weeks. Well, no, last week even for Mariah, and yeah, we we really liked that movie a lot. So okay. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that you guys had reviewed. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I could probably let you, you watch my screener copy if you want to just at least like watch it here or something like that. With cool. Me, so, well, yeah. what's going on with the? Uh... <laughs> I am not advocating sharing my screener link for anybody else. Don't worry. <laughs> if, you, if anyone is listening to this, you, you <laughs> may need to cut this part out of the podcast, bud. <laughs> Have either of you two seen the Kaminsky files? This is the first time I've really even heard. Oh, Kaminsky messed it. It's not. I don't think it's actually out yet, but it's, oh. uh, it's a Netflix show. So it's basically. Um, Alan Arkin and like Alan Arkin, uh, Michael yeah. Douglas as teachers who are like, you know, method actor teachers kind of thing. So you oh, had me at Alan Arkin and Michael actors. Douglas. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how they're selling it. They're just selling it's like, yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's done like, um, I want to say it's like multicam style kind of show kind of thing. It's like, yeah, sure. It's multicam, whatever, but it's Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas. They're selling it on that, the name recognition alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I hate multicam comedies, but I would watch them in one. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and it's a Chuck Lorre show too. So oh, Wait, oh I don't he, like him. He always wins. Yeah, I, I mean, he. You know, they made the point. I saw like, a thing the other day where it's like Chuck Lorre either makes surprisingly good shows or total garbage. There's really no in between. What good shows has he made? Yeah, but well, his, back in his the day, bad he shows were on a lot too, of like, yeah. I think he was on Roseanne. Like he was one of the guys on Roseanne back oh. in the day. Wow. Never mind. No, Chuck, Chuck Lorre's been around for a while. Like he, he yeah. he's not just the dude from The Big Bang Theory. Look how far he's come. Chuck, Chuck oh, but then also um so best screenplay no Bur- Bur- no Bur- Burnham love this year so that's like I feel like that's one of those movies that's gonna get a screenplay not at the Oscars but it's not it's not Golden Globes friendly because it is I think, a yeah. super weird movie I think they'd be worried that he would say something offensive you know how they've been that way that's since fair. uh who was it that well, said all the mean things and it made them Ricky mad Gervais? but it got him lots of ratings thank you Ricky Gervais yeah Oh, by the way, um, what's his name? Chuck Lorre was a writer on Dharma and Greg back in the day, too. Yeah, that was a fun show. Yeah, yeah. No, but, um, so yeah, I think it was Beale Street, Green Book, Roma, um, what were the other screenplay nominees this year? Uh, The Favorite. Oh, The Favorite, yeah. Which, The Favorite, I'm pretty sure, is a lock. Like, like, that one's been sweeping up a bunch of wins. I'm excited to see it. By the way, I guess we can can talk a little bit about um, a couple of the other news stories that we'll cover later in the show, too. But we'll just get started on a couple here. So, like I said before, which I incorrectly stated that Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh will host the Golden Globes this year. Which I'm like, okay, cool. You know, whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Um, The big news, though, Kevin Hart's going to host the Oscars this year. So. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting pick, <laughs> dude. Chris Rock was prophetic. He's like, I got to get the one job that Kevin Hart isn't doing right now. And shortly, <laughs> shortly afterwards, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I can do that. I can do it better. <laughs> well, Kevin Hart's stand-up is pretty funny, but I don't know. No, yeah, Has he presented it, it, anything funny. before? It's just, it, it's an interesting thing where I've never seen him do like a, a hosting gig. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he can do with that. You know. I don't feel like he'd be particularly good at it. Like, Kevin Hart's always this guy who's, like, constantly danced around, like, mild controversies, but is still in a lot of, like, super family-friendly stuff. Like, it's... Like, his place in entertainment confuses me on the on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> well, he handled this controversy perfectly by just coming out and saying, yeah, I did that. And everyone was... Yeah, and, you know, and like, don't get me oh, wrong, I respect well, we the guy a lot. Yeah, also, I we got nothing. Yeah, I, I I respect him, and I do think he's a legitimately funny guy, especially in like uh, Jumanji Two. Yeah, but, he was great yeah, in Jumanji, Jumanji like, Two. You know, that's the thing. Like, when you look at some of the movies he's been in, it's like, yeah, like if he's usually like headlining his style of comedy, quote quote, it's not very good. But he can be good in like bit parts and in stuff that's not just him improvising. You right. Know? Yeah. Well, do you think he's going to come out? Because this is always a, a toss up with a lot of comedians. 
completely dignified and not really cracking any jokes at all, or is he gonna? Go oh no, over he's the gonna be, and... he's gonna come out swinging. So. <laughs> he's so? gonna come out. I wouldn't say he's gonna come out swinging because Kevin Hart is not the kind of person that's gonna do a lot of like really like in your face stuff. He's gonna come out bunting. Yeah. Well. Sure. Yeah, which is what the Oscars need. That's what they're about. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Is like, you know, this was a desperation move because, you know, again, the Oscars, their ratings are f- flailing. And I suspect that this mean Black Panther is probably going to get a Best Picture nomination. Otherwise, they're gonna, they're, he's going to field a bunch of jokes at them, I'm sure. So. Now, do all three of us agree that James Franco was the worst host of all time? Or is that just low? Oh, yeah, he's one of the worst by far. Yeah. Like, he, he, he was not good. So, you know, to be fair, I also wasn't crazy about, I mean, not, okay, this was not so much worst host. I thought Neil Patrick Harris wasn't that great when he hosted that year. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris wasn't bad, but yeah. the expectations yeah. of an award show hosted by NPH and what we actually got, there's such there's a big much. difference between those two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially with his uh, hosting at, it was the Tonys, right? The, that's how yeah. he got the Oscar game. Oh, because he was great at the Tonys, amazing, but yeah. somehow the Oscars sucked the energy out of him. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, just I will say the up. musical number that he did at the beginning of his show, I remember watching that when I was in high school and it made me tear up. Well, there you go. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I do, I do really love that opening number that he did because oh the, yeah, but that's the problem is that whenever like because he was off the, sh- the um, off the stage for a lot of that show too. We were like yeah, wait, just let him stay on stage and talk to people. And you just you're like, hey, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, and and then they bring in Jimmy Kimmel, who I think is a legitimately really funny guy. I, I think both years he's hosted, he was great. So. I think he was good, but then yeah, he would always do stuff be like, we're going to go interrupt a screening of A Wrinkle in Time. And it's like, okay. <laughs> that was one of the best things when um, hey, Ian and that was uh, probably, Shaq and I talked about that. Yeah, that was probably, though, to be fair, the most exciting thing for that audience after seeing A Wrinkle in Time. No, that's, that, that was the joke yeah. where we were like, <laughs> yeah, and you notice how bored, how bored they looked when they were there at that screening. <laughs> I like A Wrinkle in Time, but also it very much Did felt just really? like... I, I, I don't I, love it. I'll, I'll admit, yes. I, I haven't seen it. I love that childhood story. But if someone said, could this be a movie? I'd laugh and be like, no, of course not. Oh, it's it's in the Ender's Game category for me of like books that I loved so much as a kid yeah. that should never be movies. And that's why I haven't watched the Ender's Game movie. Because I know that if I watch it, I'm going to say... This is bad, but I like it. And that's how I feel about Wrinkle in Time. That's so funny you said that. That was my rating for the Ender's Game movie. Like, oh, this is bad, but I like it. Yeah, because it's Ender's Game. Oh, someone made a point here that Cold War got snuffed for Best Born Film this year. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Cold War and Burning got snubbed. And uh, Sunset. Well, Burning, yay, I'm glad. It's Roma's award. Well, yeah, but like everyone else on the planet, aside from like the people that reviewed Burning on this site, adored it, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. a screener, wasn't it? <laughs> maybe the uh, maybe I can hope that the audience just got bored watching it too. They're just like oh, <laughs> nothing freaking happens in this movie. <laughs> the, like I, I constantly picture a Golden Globe voter with like in front of a mountain of cocaine, just waiting for the movie to break oh. them. And I feel like Burning was the movie where they were like, "I can't do this anymore." <sighs> So but I mean, considering the Golden Globes decisions, doesn't it kind of yeah. make sense that they would well, be so voting the, in front of a mountain of cocaine? Globe also, they're not always like. So what I've noticed historically is that not every category translates very well with the Golden Globes. Where it's like, yeah, foreign film, they'll usually be like maybe like two out of the nominees will make it onto the list, depending on the year, of course. But mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, definitely for sure, Shoplifters is going to make it onto the Oscars. Right. Uh, Roma is going to make it on. 
Yeah. And then, uh, no, I, I mean, because what were the other nominations? It was Capernaum. That's a maybe, I think. Capernaum, Girl, and then a movie that I've never heard of. Oh, uh, Never Looking Back. That's um, the new film from the guy who did uh, The Lives of Others. Oh, then never mind. Yeah. I always that... I always forget that that is what that movie is. Because this is the second time we've had this conversation where it's like, this movie, I don't know what this movie is, I don't care about it. It's Lives <laughs> of Others guy, I want well, that movie. So here's the thing, is like, that's the thing where it's like, the people who've seen it, people seem to like it, they don't love it, love it. But it's getting it has name recognition. That's why it's getting attention. Yeah, so wait, does this mean that the name. Golden Globes have nominated every single film that this director did? Because he also did The Tourist. Oh brother! Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Floyd and Hendrix von Donnerschmark, the best name to say ever. It is a good uh, name. Somebody just walked to the podium on the uh, the announcement. It's like uh, he just got walked away. Lives of others. So um, also another news story. Since I guess we're just waiting on them. Uh, they announced the nomination or, or the uh, the shortlist for best visual effects this year. Cool. Yeah. So um, let's see. I mean, pretty much. I mean, Brad, you, we kind of joked about it in a message that we share. It's like, yeah, they nominated like every major blockbuster except the Mag. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> giant sharks, they weren't interested in. You know, take your teeth and get the hell out of here. Which, to be fair, the Mag is not a terribly good movie. I had fun with it, but it had better CGI than Black Panther did. You know, people yeah. are really See, giving the, the, thing, like, the rhinos if, and that bad fight scene at the end too much garbage. You know, I mean, yes, if, they if were If Black wonky. Panther gets the best visual effect nomination, then I know the Oscars are full garbage because that's the one thing even the fans of Black Panther agree. It's like, eh, the effects aren't all that well, great. Well, for, yeah. for me, you know, I'm watching the effects. I heard it was bad. I didn't see Black Panther in theaters. You know, I got the Blu-ray when it came out. I'm watching, I'm like, people are really too hard on these effects. But then they do that thing in superhero movies that they just can't resist from doing. Uh, T'Challa and Killmonger are falling, and they're punching each other falling. I'm like, stop doing that, superhero movies. It's so stupid. No one fights this way. It's ridiculous. And I think that's worse than the rhinos, but... Yeah, like, it's it's a fine... It's it's a good movie. It's a good superhero Marvel movie. But the effects are terrible. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to nitpick this one more time. The Force... An exertion of your punch actually comes from your hip. And if your hip isn't grounded, your punch is nothing. Stop hitting each other while you're falling through the air. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All by right, the way, anyways. someone made the point that uh, Stars Born didn't get a screenplay nomination either. So. Well, yeah, but it's also a script that's been, it's like it's been four times forever, adapted. Yeah. And the movie is Fair. not, the movie is not its screenplay. The movie is its direction and performances. There you at go. Least in sure. my mind. Sure. Yeah. Do they have best songs um, at the Golden Globes? We agree that the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the ass and the jeans song should be nominated over the shallows, right? We all agree on that. Oh, sorry for what? <laughs> I thought I did silenced you guys. Like, is this crazy bad? Oh no, series? my silence was intentional. Okay, <laughs> I'm just I kidding. You to know that it, I am just joking with you guys. It's early, right? But I didn't obviously. hate the ass and the jeans song. I think it's called "Why Did You Do That." Yeah. Oh, that that one's not even eligible for the Oscars this year. So. Oh, that's a shame. Because it is know, eligible for the Oscars. Choose, they'd, have, they'd have her perform <laughs> yeah, that. The, the <laughs> <laughs> nice, Davey. Thank you. <laughs> no, but also, um, so we were talking about Mary Poppins. It's like, yeah, hey, look, uh, the first nomi- one of the first nominations for the night is Mary Poppins for music. So it's like, okay, that's cool. 
which I'm I'm happy about. Quiet yeah. Place for score is interesting. Which to be fair, score, Mar- Marco Beltrami yeah. is one of those great composers. Like you know, because uh, he's done like Hurt Locker, The Three Ten to Yuma. He's done uh, oh like like he did the original Scream back in the day. He wrote the score for that. And those are really effective scores that I really think like complement the films really well but they're never scores that like stand out to me like well he's more the underscore director kind of thing like he does stuff that's more atmospheric for i think for his compositions that's fair like i don't know like isle of dogs i wasn't crazy about but like i can still like hear part of that score in my head yeah well and also uh, the 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 golden globes loves alexander i mean so do i well, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be and fair. so does anyone with a soul and ears. Nope. He's becoming the uh, the French John Williams now. They're trying to position him as that. So yes. <laughs> well, hello. I uh, I write the most incredible music. <laughs> you don't deserve my music. Well, so oh man, did, did you see um, when he won the Golden Globes for uh, best uh, for Shape of Water? He Welcome was a huge dick about it, just like, oh, this looks different than the last time I won this award. I'm like, okay, dude, we get it. You already won. <laughs> I am not a fan of this Golden Globe. Terry Crews and Leslie Mann. Here we go. We're Christian, back. Please get us started. Just a, a hot take. I think A Quiet Place ends right when it gets interesting. Sorry, guys. Uh, Best performance You're by an actress <laughs> in a television series drama. Gosh, more TV Katrina stuff. Katrina Balfe, Outlander. Yay! Oh, Moss, The Handmaid's Tale. Hey! Oh, there you go. Oh, Killing Eve. Ooh. Killing Eve. Hosting also. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts, Homecoming. Homecoming, Carrie Russell, nice. The Americans. Hey! Oh, wow. Hey, well, Best I hope she wins. by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Ooh, actor Christian motion Christian Bale, Vice. Christian Bale. All right. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns. Of course. Hell yes. Martinson, Green Book. Hell no. Edward, the Old Man and the Gun. Oh. John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. Oh. Wow. Uh, for a half a second, I thought he was going to say Holmes and Watson. Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Star is Born. Roma. Peter no, Farrelly, Green Book. Peter Farrelly! Lee, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Adam wow. McKay, Vice. Vice. I think Vice is going to be a surprise yeah. contender okay. this year. Like, like it's gonna Okay, be... quick joke. I really wanted Christian Slater to say Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Best performance by an actor in a television series. Drama. More TV. Jason Bateman, Ozark. Ozark. Stephen James. Homecoming. Richard Madden. Bodyguard. Billy Porter. I've always heard Bodyguard's Hopes. actually pretty good. So. Matthew Reese. The Americans. Best performance by an actor wow. in a supporting role in a motion picture. Supporting Marshall role. Marshala Ali. Green Book. Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet. Beautiful Boy. Adam and Driver. Black Clansman. Richard E. Grant. Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Rockwell. Vice. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, drama. Glenn Close, the wife. Of course, Glenn Close. Lady Gaga, nah. star is born. Lady Gaga. Nicole Kidman, destroyer. Destroyer. Ooh. Melissa McCarthy. Cat Melissa Webster. McCarthy. Hey. Rosamund Pike, a private war. Ooh, she's wow. actually really good in that. Yeah, there you go, a Rosamund Pike. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical. All right, musical comedy, comedy actress. Emily Blunt. Of course, Emily Black. A Quiet Place. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Coleman, the favorite. Olivia Coleman. Elsie Fisher. 
eighth grade. Wow. Okay. Hey, Shall there we go. Down. Eighth grade love. Tuli. Yes. Tuli. Constance Wu. Crazy rich Asians. Okay, crazy rich Asians. There you go. Not too, not right. too much. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so during yeah. during the stream, there people uh, the the video froze, so we didn't hear all the uh, supporting actor nominations. Or was it supporting actor? Which one was it? Yes, yes, it was supporting it was actor. Supporting actor. Yeah. yeah, I'll look that up afterwards. So. Best television just got series. Just okay, got Martial frozen again. The Americans. I, I don't even know what Destroyer is. Have you guys Bodyguard. seen that? That's one of the first Kidman where she's like she's Homecoming. a cu- Prime video. Oh, mo- serious drama. Okay. Then. Killing yeah, Eve. that's the one where Nicole Kidman's like a, a, a cop. Like, 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 she's like Hold. a veteran cop and trying to solve the case. Okay. okay. All I know, it's uh, Karen Kusama's new film, so I'm going to go see it. There you go, yeah. Best performance by an supporting actress actors. in a supporting yeah. role in any motion picture. Motion picture. Here we go. Amy Adams. Yay, Amy Adams. Claire Foy. First okay. movie. There you go. Regina King. Regina King. King. Could talk. She's probably going to win talk. this year, for sure. Emma Stone. The favorite. Favorite. Okay. All right. Rachel Vice. The favorite. The favorite. Rachel Vice. All right. Oh, I think both uh, of them will make No, it it's actually for the Mercy guys. <laughs> no, it's for disobedience. All the stars. Black Panther. Music and lyrics by Kendrick Lamar, Anthony Tippett, Mark Spears, Solana Rowe, Al Shuckberg. Girl in the Moon. Oh, movie. best song. Dumpling. Dumplin'. Okay. Music and lyrics by Dolly oh, Parton. Linda Perry. Sorry, there's a few of the Requiem little pauses here again. We're gonna. Uh, I'll go back and look war. up when they post up the music and here, lyrics so. by Annie Lennox. Revelation. Hey, this is great for our first live viewing. Music by <laughs> Troy Savan. Ooh, the Boy Race song. Lyrics by John Thor Bergenson, Troy Savan, Brett McLaughlin. I don't these songs. Shallow. Shallow. Oh, there it is. Sorry. I guess I was wrong. Shock. Music and lyrics. Dude, Shallow is like the clear Gaga. winner this year. It's a beautiful Mark song. Bronson, Unless Mary Poppins Andrew Returns Washington, comes in with a banger. Andrew White. Take your spoonful of sugar. <laughs> it, it, it comes in with a banger and mash too. Yeah. <laughs> you alright? Performance by an actor in a motion. Oh no, it's just Here we go. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yes. Lucas Hedges. All right. Lucas wow. Hedges. Rami Malek. There you go, Rami Malek. Damn it! John <laughs> David Washington. Really? Yay, John David Washington. I heard he was better in The Monster. Motion picture, oh. musical, or Of Monsters and Men. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Crazy Rich Asians. All right. The Favorite. Hell yeah. Green Book. Green Book. Mary Poppins Returns. All right. And Vice. Okay. Very I guess the, the favorites being marketed as a comedy. Uh, best so. motion picture drama. Oh, best motion drama. Here we go. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black wow. Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a lot of bees. If Beale Street could talk, and A Star Is Born. And A Star Is Born. Huh. Okay. Oh, okay. All um, right. So first reform missing. Congratulations to all our nominees. Please join us for Hollywood's party. All the right. Year. Well, there you go. On that Sunday, is the live nominations. So, yeah, like so, like I said, uh, for people who are listening to this after the fact, I'll put the audio like in the background so you can hear it. Oh my um, gosh! But yeah, so hmm, Black Panther were the best picture nomination. Yeah, that's that's a. I knew it was going to happen, but well, I'm not happy all about bees. it. It's like someone just looked up on Wikipedia, like, best movies of the year and stopped at the top. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and that's the weird thing, like, just the way that you have to campaign for certain roles. Also, 
Uh, I guess that means, well, I mean, unless I didn't hear that Tony Collette was not nominated for Hereditary. I don't believe so, no. Hopefully it's the Golden Globes. Of course, we're not going to nominate a movie like Hereditary. We don't nominate horror films. What are you, a plebe? <laughs> yeah, the only horrifying thing we nominated this year was Bohemian Rhapsody. Nope, Bohemian Quiet Place. They Rhapsody. did nominate one horror film this year for music, so. Didn't Quiet even acknowledge the music. joke, all right. <laughs> no, I didn't, darn you. <laughs> I'm so mad. I hate that movie. So much. So which one? Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody. It uh, is my yeah. it is my second from the bottom for, for the year. Okay. And I've seen over 150 movies this year. I hate that movie so much. Sorry, I'm gonna stop talking about it now. Alright, so yeah, let's uh let's talk about some of these critic awards. So yeah, there's been a you know, as we talked about in the last podcast, there was quite a few um contenders and like, you know, early critic nominations and wins were going on. So the first one here is the British Independent Film Awards. And Kind of to no surprise, but also a huge surprise. The favorite sweet. Like, literally, like, every major category it was nominated for it won. So, wow. <laughs> Which is really exciting and makes me even angrier at the people that have seen this movie because it looks so good. Yeah, unfortunately it's not playing here where we live, but I, I do know it is coming out the week I go to Boise. So I'm going to go watch it there. So, that's going to yeah. be awesome. I mean, I mean, we're all going to find a way to see it, but just I want to watch it as soon as possible because it looks so good. Yep. All right, and then the next tab here on the right. So, but I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, just mostly the winners that you expect are the winners that you think. I mean, it's uh, what the best actor. I don't know who that guy is. Joe Cole for A Prayer Before Dawn. Uh, yeah. Best supporting actor was Alexandro Navallo for Disobedience, which I have not seen. Which is uh, fine. He's good in it. Okay, but yeah, like m- most of these are like you know, it's British independent films. I don't watch British independent films unless they're screeners or the Screener Squad. Please send them to us. Yeah, as <laughs> someone who as someone who watches a lot of British independent films, they're usually pretty good. Not great, but good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All place. right. So then, as I hinted before, there's the Oscar visual effects race. Uh, pretty much is, again, it's every person that you expected from the Oscars this year for like you know, Avengers, Black well, Panther. Well, what what'd you think of the A Quiet Place visuals? I thought that out of all the movies I've seen that um, you know, there's a certain disconnect between your brain and a visual effect because if it's so outlandish or huge or in your face, sorry, I keep repeating myself, my brain will be <laughs> like, whoa, that's amazing and not real. But for a large amount of A Quiet Place, I believed that those things could be lurking in my backyard, and I must never go they're, there ever they're again. They're effective visual effects. Yeah. They're effective because they're not used very much. There you, know? you go. Like they're not yeah. restrained. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're sparingly used. And I think that makes it work better. Like you know, Aquaman looks more fake because the effects are there for so long on screen. Mm-hmm. For me, at least personally. Though again, Adventures of Infinity War, I think is probably one of the best visual effects movies of the year, and that one's full of visual effects all the way through. Yeah, yeah the visual effects true. are so good that they forgot to give good visual effects to Black Panther and Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> well, they they knew where the money War, was because yeah. Black Panther made a lot of money. Infinity War made even more money. So. Uh, is that true? <laughs> yeah, no, Infinity War is number four on the top grossing movies of all time. So. Oh well, well domestically, Black Panther made more. No, domestically, Black Panther made more. Avengers made more money worldwide. Yeah, that so. that sounded like I did not know what I was talking about. I promise I'm not stupid. Yeah. Disney I know, made all I the know. money. We got it. Yeah, okay. Uh, moving on, though, we got the AFI Top 10 Films. So, you know, every year they announce their favorite movies of the year, and uh, it's mostly what you expect. It's, uh, it's actually very similar to the Golden Globes, believe it or not. So, Black Clansman, Black Panther, Eighth Grade, Beale Street, The Favorite, First Reformed, Ooh. Green Book... Mary Poppins, Quiet Place, and Star is Born. 
is Quiet Place going to be a surprise Oscar contender this year? Like, you know, for more than just sound categories? Uh, it better not be. I like A Quiet Place quite a bit, actually. I think it's a really good movie. It's not really good, but I really like it. It's way better than it has any right to be. Yes, I think and I, I commend John Krasinski for making, I believe, a very effective, if cheesy, in a good way, horror film. But here's the thing. Here's the it's thing. It's the kind of cheese place. I like. It's it's a it's a good slice yeah. of Huda. <laughs> oh yeah, I dig it. Did you overthink it, or do you think too many people are overthinking it and poking holes in it? Or I mean, <laughs> I th- I think the reason people were poking so many holes in it was because of how much critical acclaim and love it got. Okay. It's just a well done B movie, and that's fine. I like that kind of stuff. Well, and also from an actor, you know, and how often do we see really well done films from actors? You know, Chris Evans tried at it, and no one even wants to remember that. This year, actually, we've had a lot of actors doing debut films are really good, like Like Wildlife from Paul Dano. Yeah, that's true. Wildlife is real good. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, hey, good for John Krasinski, and he made a buttload of money for Paramount, so of course they're going to. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're going to market the heck out of that. Movie. There's going to be so many Quiet Place movies now, and they're going to be terrible, aren't they? A Quieter Place. A Quiet, a quiet, quiet place, place with two. a Vengeance. Quiet Place 2 is happening, which, uh, with no spoilers, I'm very curious how they're going to make that movie. But anyways... A Quiet uh, Place in Detroit? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, but no, but here's the thing with stuff like A Quiet Place and Black Clan or not Black Clansman, Black Panther getting nominations. Um, they shouldn't. <laughs> they just shouldn't. I'm sorry. I like both of those movies. I think they're both good popcorn films. But for the love of God, just just stop. Just stop trying to to pander and dip down and try and be like, oh, we're cool. We're gonna because it's because it's it makes everyone feel bad because the at least the people who know what they're talking about because there are people that are like, woo, movie that I like got nominated. But those people are simple and dumb. <laughs> Oh hey, you know, it's, it's, the, the Oscars are not above pandering. We've seen it well, in years before. Well, no, they're not. So they're not above pandering. But it feels like kind of gross and awkward. Like if a movie that you like, okay, if mm-hmm. I was a very popular person and Blind Spotting got nominated for Best Picture, I'd be like, "Y'all did that because I wouldn't shut up about Blind Spotting, didn't you?" <laughs> like that wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel like the thing that I love got got its due. The only reason people want stuff like Black Panther to win is because. They don't actually pay money to go see real movies. Well, because, you know, when you think about it, it's like The Hate You Give, Blind Spotting, you know, a lot of other really good race films that yeah. are very good will never get any love because the ones with all the money get all the love. You yeah. Know? It's just, yeah. Yeah. And, and Black Klansman, I think, is an incredibly good film, and it's getting a lot of love, and I think it deserves it. Good on Black Klansman, good on Spike Lee. He made a damn good movie. Yeah, like, damn good, uh, a darn good movie. Up, oh, my slip there. Yeah, a darn good movie that takes a moment to preach directly to the camera, more or less, more than one occasion. Yes, so. but at least it has something to say. That's the so. thing. At least it's got something to like, got something under its gears turning. Black well, Black the, Panther, good movie. It has a lot of good themes and it deals with a lot of stuff, but it doesn't have that drive, that fury that you look for in a movie. That makes you go, yeah, that's one of the best movies of the year. Stuff like The Shape of Water. Yeah, well, I think Black Panther has stuff to say, unfortunately, and a lot of stuff it has to say is conflicting with itself, you know? like That's true. And that's kind of a problem um, when it turns a screen. Let's move on quickly so we can just speed through a little bit. But, um, yeah, so we got the the Annie Award nominations. So this is interesting because the films that were up for the Best Animated Feature... 
uh, let's see, it was Early Man. What? Uh, the Incredibles, yeah, The Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I forgot Early Man came out. Yeah, <laughs> and before you ask, uh, Mirai was up for Best Animated Independent Feature, which, okay. So, oh, okay. Sure. There you go, yeah. I enjoyed Mirai. Yeah. Was there yeah, movies good? are up for Best Animated Independent Film. Don't animated films cost a lot of money to make? Um, well, I mean, there are small independent films. I mean, Mirai is not a big budget animated movie. You I can mean, tell yeah. by the way it looks kind of thing. Although, I mean, it's well animated. It's just not like I expensive. I mean, it's kind of drawn. Thing. How droll. Yeah. But no, most of these films are <laughs> independent film. I've never heard of them. Uh, Co Magnifique Gato, uh, MFKZ, Ruben Brandt Collector, and Tito and the Birds. I've never heard of either of any of those films. No, neither have I. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but so the big story was that um, Incredibles 2 and Wreck-It Ralph like dominated with most nominations this year. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, so not surprised. I mean, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got surprisingly little on this list, too. But, but to be fair, know, it also just premiered like a week ago. Well, kind yeah, of surprised. So. No, everyone I've talked to is all like, Wreck-It Ralph, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Like, it's, okay, it's Wreck-It Ralph, great, the first like, third yeah, of it's it. fine. The first third of it's pretty bad, but the last two thirds I really, really liked. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I heard it. It's a, it's a good yeah. movie. Good. All right. So then, um, hey, Davey, your favorite, the National Board of Review, uh, they had their winners this year, and your favorite, Green Book, <laughs> won Best Film. So okay, Green Book's. I don't. I don't hate Green Book. It's just. It's. Uh, it's so. It's so. Okay. It's a movie that, like, Green Book is next to Ready Player One in terms of movies from this year that just, I watch, I feel nothing, and I go, that was a movie, I think, and then I <laughs> well, leave. It's, well, it's, you, know, you know our Professor Walter, uh, Dr. Metz, he loves Re- uh, Ready Player One. Of course he does. Of course he loves Ready Player One. Because that man is insane. And he once tried to convince me that the Minions were about adult dissatisfaction in the workplace. Really? Oh, no, I was there for some of his lectures. I... <laughs> the man's an insane person, not the point. I, I love you, Dr. Metz, but yes. <laughs> no. um, but yes, uh, so what? The other, no, the other winners that, uh, for this, um, Bradley Cooper won for Best Director, so cool. Oh, there you Good. go. Uh, yeah. Viggo Mortensen won for Best Actor. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fine. Lady Gaga won for Best Actress. Awesome. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sam yeah. Elliott won for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, that's Hell great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Regina King won for supporting actress. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, from you know, spoiler for the other ones that I'm about to talk about, she's pretty much won every single best supporting actress win. win. Oh, Regina King is the only front runner of any category, as far yeah, as I'm I, concerned. I, okay, I agree. Regina King um, keeps getting nominated for lots of stuff as well, not just a single oh, yeah. thing. If I've noticed. No, she's great. Um, hey, your favorite again, Davey. Paul Schrader for First Reform won for original screenplay. Oh, it won for okay. screenplay. Didn't you say the uh, screenplay was bad, didn't you, Davey? Well, here's the thing. I don't like the screenplay for First Reformed. I think it is unnecessary, and I think it's very proud of itself, the same way I feel about um, Lucha Guadagnino Suspiria, but to a much less severe extent. But at least, like, I can appreciate that, like, Paul Schrader gave that script his all. I don't I don't think it turned out well, but the man put his everything into the script, and I respect him for it, and I'm glad that that movie has resonated with so many people. I have bigger Bohemian Rhapsodies to fry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then um, 
Uh, let me see. Also, oh, and uh, Cold War one for foreign film, and then Beale Street one for adapted screenplay. Which that one seems like it's also a front runner for that yeah. category. Oh, also for the record, I know I'm wrong about First Reformed. No one else has to tell me. I'm super wrong about the movie. I know. Well, no, this. I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving you. No a hard one's time actually ever wrong about a movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's all. I, see, I said that. I was like, no one's ever wrong about a movie. Like opinions are opinions, and then I walked out of First Reformed going really, and that's when I learned that someone could be wrong about a movie, and it was me. Uh, to be fair, Chris is on your point with that one too. So yes. you're not alone. So. To be actually um, no, I also think No Country for Old Men is just okay. I'm wrong about movies sometimes. Is it it's because fun. of the ending, or do you feel the whole thing's kind of? Uh, it's because it's the Coens trying really hard to not make a Coen Brothers movie and getting oh, lost in this middle ground. Sorry, <laughs> I, can, I can go on about this <laughs> we, for we hours. We can talk. We can talk. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I need to channel. I need to channel Shaq here. Just next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, New York Film Critics Circle, uh, they're, they're winners. Uh, Roma top, took the top prize for picture and director. Cool. So, awesome. Uh, Paul Schrader won for screenplay again. Good for him. <laughs> I hope he's having a good year. Uh, Regina Hall won for Support the Girls for Best Actress. There you go. Yeah, like I said, she's dominated. And, and just to make sure that people knew who the uh, the other people were, Regina King won for Best Supporting Actress, just in case you were confusing that they were the same person. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like no, two different <laughs> actors. Um, Ethan Hawke won for Best Actor for First Reform. Good. Yeah. Uh, Richard E. Grant was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, he won for that one. I uh, want to see Can You Ever Forgive Me so badly. It's really yeah, good. I, I, I won't say great, great, but it's a very good movie all the way through. Um, Roma won for Cinematography. Cold War won for Foreign Film. Spider-Man won for Animated Feature. You know, it, pretty much the, the kind of the expected ones for that one. So that's yeah. cool. Let's see. And then for Los Angeles Film Critics Society... They put out their nominations, which they're the only group I know who actually, sorry, they're the ones who put nominations out before winners for critic circles, which is odd. Um, but their best picture nominees were Star is Born, okay. Eighth Grade, Black uh-huh. Panther, uh, The Favorite, The Hate You Give, which that was surprising. All right. Uh, Black, Black Klansman, Green Book, Roma, A Quiet Place, and Searching. Ooh, that's a weird choice. Yeah, no. So I mean, they have categories. You know, they, they have a bunch of you know similar categories to most critic groups, and most of them are kind of, kind of what you expect, but a few oddballs. Like, um, oh, what's a good example? I mean, so you know, Los Angeles, they do this thing where they split male and female directors, which I'm like, okay, representation and all, but wouldn't it be fair to also say for them to compete against each other and have a female director win on their own merits, not a separate category? I see the reasoning to break it up. I wish we lived in a world where that didn't have to happen, but that is not the yeah. world we live in. Very well, true, sadly, Los Angeles is not the place that respect. Well, so, so what? Like, for female directors, I mean, because the male directors are who you expect. It's Coron, um, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Lanthimos for The Favorite, Cooper for Star is Born, and Ryan Coogler for Black Panther, which, okay... Uh, but best female director was Chloe Zhao for The Writer, Deborah Grenick for Leave No Trace, uh, Tamara Jenkins for Private Life, Mariel Heller for King Ever Forgive Me, and Lynn Ramsey for You Were Never Really Here. Where is my Madeline's Madeline love? Uh, well, David Ehrlich liked it. He put his number three on his list, so that's about as much love yeah. we'll get this year, I think, for that film. Go no. see Madeline's Madeline, by the way. It's a very weird movie. You'll probably not like it, but it's super awesome. <laughs> no, like Go watch this movies. movie. You'll probably hate it. <laughs> that's the best kind of praise for a film. So for Atlanta, uh, let's see. They put out their top ten films, which, you know, again, not too surprising list. It's The Favorite, Star is Born, Roma, A Quiet Place, 
First Reformed, Eighth Grade, Black Klansman, First Man, Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, and Black Panther. So. There you go. All right, glad to see that somebody else likes First Man. Yeah, First Man yeah. lost a lot of steam from its early award. Yeah, it, it was one of those sad things where it got really overhyped, it sounds like. You know, it's like, yeah, it's good. Great, I don't know. Good, yeah, sure. You see, know, I really like First Man, but it is such a weird movie in terms of biopics. Like, it is a, I think it's a very, very good biopic, but I know some people that just hate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, so, um,. Yeah. But yeah, so The Favorite actually got quite a bit of love from Atlanta, where it won lead actress and supporting actress for Emma Stone in this case. Um, and then Ethan Hawke for Best Actor, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, uh, Roma for Director, and The Favorite for Screenplay. So Atlanta loves period pieces. Who would have thought, right? So is The Favorite the closest thing we have to an, like an Oscar frontrunner now? It's kind of dominating, although um, also the DC film critics from Washington, you know, Washington, D.C., voted Roma for Best Picture. So Roma's getting some steam, too. But it's still a foreign film distributed by Netflix. That's going to be the big question on whether that will actually make a difference or not. Yeah. I I think it'll get a nomination. If it wasn't distributed by Netflix, I think it could win, but it is. And that that one-two punch of foreign film Netflix is... I refuse to believe that it's going to win Best Picture <laughs> until it happens. Yeah. Well, that, that, no, that happens, um, yeah. but yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So Washington, D.C. critics, they voted that for that for Best Film and Director, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga for Actor and Actress, mm-hmm. um, Mahershal Ali for Green Book for Supporting Actor, and then... Which Regina he is King really for, good. He is really good in Green Book, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, and, and then Regina King for Supporting Actress, so... Um, yeah, no, mostly everyone else is about the same. And the favorite one, Screenplay. So, no, the favorite's actually... Yeah, no, favorite's getting a lot of screenplay traction and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of nomination traction. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Detroit put out their winners as well. And surprise, eighth grade won Best, Pic- uh, Best Picture for them. So. Wow. Which is good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, director was Adam McKay for Vice, which that was surprising. I've been um, hearing such mixed things about Vice because no one can talk oh, about heard- it yet. I've heard lots of glowing stuff for Vice. See, I've heard a few glowing things, and I've also heard a couple people saying, I can't talk about Vice until the embargo is up, but get ready. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not positive, but it oh, sounds like... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's more well, mixed than I was expecting. Is Adam McKay yeah. hated or loved, and there's no in-between? Is well, that the what prob- I understand The problem is, again, like I said, Vice is the problem that it's about Dick Cheney. So even yeah. though it's not a pro-Dick Cheney movie... But because it's about Dick Cheney and people are like, I don't want to even think about it, that it's going to have an uphill <laughs> right. battle to fight. So. Which, to be, to be fair, I get it. And also, but also, Adam McKay made a movie about the most depressing moment in American eco- the American so. economy in 100 years, entertaining to people that aren't me, so. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I love Big Short, personally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Best Actor was Ethan Hawke. Best Actress was Tony Collette. Woo! Woo! For Hereditary. Uh, supporting actor was Josh Hamilton for 8th Grade. Uh, Ooh, which I, believe is, it, I really like him in 8th Grade. He's really, really good. All right. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then surprise, Regina King won for Best Supporting Actress. Okay, uh, she, awesome. She's going to win. I yeah. think she's going to win this year. So that, that sounds like a pretty much a given. Uh, the last one here was just kind of a jokey thing where, um, so I messaged this to Brad and Shaq, where they're like, hey, guess what? Canada put out their top 10 Canadian films of the year. Yeah. And then Shaq and Brad looked at this, they went. <laughs> I have no I idea have, what these films are, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what these are. I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, people out there, if you in, you know, indie world or whatever know what any of these films are, God bless you. You watch way more movies than we do. Like, Anthropensy, The Human Epoch, 
Sagawa. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Edge of the Knife is the translation of that one. (laughs) Uh, Firecrackers, the Fireflies are gone. Freaks, Genesee, Giant Little Ones, Mouthpiece, Road in February, and What Walla Wants. I think Shaq said he's heard of Freaks, but that was it. And yeah, he he's didn't, in the he didn't get to see it, but so, he's heard of yeah. it. Yeah. So, I heard of any of those. Cool. Hey, it's nice to see that a country recognizes films that nobody else is going to watch. Well, apparently. it's sad that my, my own theaters, even the independent ones, are like, nah, we're not playing that, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, as far as we're concerned, every country that isn't ours has award ceremonies that nominate films that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, there you go. That's a good point, yeah. Yep. Is it no, a good? That's... It's. I mean, it was more of a joke, but it is a little depressingly jingoistic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the cultural hegemony of American blah blah blah. And I, I don't know. I'm full of buzzwords from my classes lately, and I hate it. So. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the critic stuff. Uh, now they actually put out the full list of the nominations for Golden Globes, so I can recap a few of them just because if you didn't hear them properly or we missed them on the show. So, Best Foreign Language Film was for Capernaum, Girl, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Uh, Yeah, again, I can probably see two, maybe three of those actually translating. Yeah, Roma and Shoplifters are definites. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Best Original Score, A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs, Black Panther, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns. I can see about maybe three of those actually being seriously nominated. If First Man doesn't get nominated for score, I am going to be very, very, very angry with a lot of people. I think that's a very safe bet. Like, First Man is definitely a safe bet. Because even people that hate that movie agree that the score is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then, uh, you know, the other ones, like, again, Golden Globes are not very good with their music categories. They don't really translate very well. Because it's just like, yeah, you know, it's... I don't know. Like, I remember um, Alexandre Desplat, the one that he won before Shape of Water in Grand Budapest Hotel, was for a film that nobody saw and didn't get nominated for, like, The Painted Veil. I'm like, nobody's even... Oh, I've seen that. Is Is that the one with the um, disease and Edward Norton's in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm amazed. Somebody's actually seen The Painted Veil. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, a fine... (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then we got uh, Best Original Song... Uh, Black Panther for all the stars. Uh, I don't I guess, know. I, you know, that's the thing. Like everyone's saying, oh, that one's gonna get nominated. I'm like, does anyone know what that song is? <laughs> I have never heard this song before. Was it during the credits? I, mean, I guess. I don't, I don't yeah, even recall. That must be where. Yeah. Um, Girl in the movies from Dumplin', that Netflix movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston, which I'm surprised that again Netflix represented on here. So yeah, yeah I look forward to seeing that movie. Yeah. Me too. Um, Requiem for a Private War from Private War. Uh, which that, Private that, War is kind of like coming out of nowhere with a little bit of extra love. Which is so. really cool because that's it's not a great movie, but Rosamund Pike is really, really, really good in it. And that is a good song. I like that song a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, then there was Revelation from Boy Raced, which is one of those ones that seems to be teetering on the edge of could get in or might get overlooked. I, I hate really to be like that song. I, I like that song guy, a lot. Yeah, but... Which uh, yeah. which troubled young boy is boy erased this year? It was like eight uh, troubled young boy. That's the one with Lucas Hedges. 
Yeah, Lucas Hedges and uh, also, no, sorry, sorry, that's not specific enough. That's the one with Lucas Hedges as a, uh, you know doing with uh, homosexuality and gay conther- version. Okay, it's, it's the gay, it's the gay one, not the meth one. With um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that's not with the one without Joel Julie Edgerton Roberts. as, as yes, the director. Yes, yes, okay, yes. okay, yeah. thank you, thank you. Yes, um, and then Shallow for A Star Is Born was the other uh, song yeah. nominee, which yeah. uh, obviously that go. one's probably gonna win. So yeah, um, let's see, and then screenplay is Roma, the favorite. If Beale Street Could Talk, Vice, and Green Book. So, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a solid list of, like, you know, that, that's not to say that's all the screenplay contenders, like, the biggest ones, but those are some of the heavy hitters this year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, then let's see, we also got uh, Best Motion Picture Animated, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Solid I, list. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Solid list. I never thought in all my days that I would ever see Spider Ham on a big screen. So I'm just blown away by that. <laughs> one. And by John Mulaney, I believe, the voices of all people. That just yeah. sounds too perfect. So I'm very excited yeah. for this film. So. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be so much fun. <laughs> yes. And then let's see um, best performance in uh, by an actor in a musical or comedy Christian Bale for Vice. Mm-hmm. Lynn Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, Robert Redford for The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. I, you know, I didn't know if Stan and Ollie would actually be eligible because I don't know when it's actually coming out. I I guess the Golden Globes decided that it was eligible. So yeah, because I mean, I, I, that's why I've been hesitant to put it on my prediction list for this year. I'm like, the trailer looks great and it looks like a really fun movie. I just didn't know if that was one of those like. It technically comes out in December, but it comes out in January, so will it be eligible for when the nominations come out? You know, that kind of stuff. I don't know. It feels like it feels a lot like one of those movies. Like, I've heard about it, and I'm like, oh, i got to remember to think about that movie during Oscar time, and I just always forget it. Like, it's it's missed its window in terms of buzz and things like that. Oh, yeah. It's way too late to the party. Although, it is getting a little bit of extra traction just because, I mean, it probably might get nominated for makeup as a contender because... When you see John C. Riley in that movie, he's unrecognizable. Like you, could, you would not believe that's the same actor. All right. I mean, um, the the only thing is that like latecomers have already been taken up by Vice and possibly The Mule, so like there's very little time to release things. Yeah. Um, best director, we got Bradley Cooper for Star Is Born, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, Peter Farrelly for Green Book, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, and Adam McKay for Vice. So. That seems pretty solid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing weird. I don't that. have much else to say other than that. Just like, yeah, yeah. no, that sounds what, about right. What was my prediction? Yeah. Jonah Hill is nowhere to be seen in here. So that was <laughs> Yeah, <a good laughs> um, Brad, you're very wrong. Bradley you Cooper wrong wasn't nominated for everything. So, wow. Um, <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, Let's see. <laughs> Best actress in supporting role. We had Amy Adams for Vice. Uh-huh. Claire Foy for First Man. Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and Rachel Weisz for The Favorite. So it was The Favorite, yeah. The Favorite, The Favorite. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think this actually might be the people who make it onto the final list. Like, that seems like a pretty solid list of contenders there. I mean, I am a, as much, as happy as I am to see Claire Foy in there, I don't necessarily know if she'll keep going because of really just how little love first man has been getting but yeah. I, I think it's just one of those things where uh she's been she's one of those things that has been like yeah you know whatever everyone else thinks about the movie claire foy is great and then she's got a lot of star power because of the crown and everything else going on so it's like I that's think fair she's, 
she might have a little bit of excess love from that but otherwise yeah i don't know like i think she's the most vulnerable out of these contenders here yeah which i thought amy adams at first but it seems like people liked her a lot more than i thought they would yeah oh, and people yeah. seem and i i'm i may be eating my hat um when vice reactions come out because uh, there's a lot of vice love here oh yeah no christian bale everyone said like he's probably gonna win well it's christian bale that's what yeah. he does, is he changes his appearance and gets nominated for Oscars. Yeah. He, he, he eats his way to an award. <laughs> or starts hey, he, his way. Yeah, it's he he did eat his way into a nomination for American Hustle, so God bless him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Vice Love, hey look, Sam Rockwell got nominated for Vice and Supporting Actor. I <laughs> like think it's... Sam, Sam Rockwell plays uh, good villains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, loaded Aww. statement! I love. Hey, it. come on! George W. Bush's dad just died. So. I didn't say that H.W. was the villain. <laughs> no, I'm still saying, just give the man a break. His dad just died. I, I it's pretty impressive, it. though, how Sam has captured the mannerisms of uh, George W. Bush. So, I mean, a lot oh, of yeah. people are like, "But he doesn't look like him." But after I saw that preview, he doesn't. Whoa, but it's the same with the, those mannerisms. Josh are spot on, yeah. Yeah, it's the way that Josh Bolin doesn't look like George W. Bush, but he was still good in W. Yeah, that's true. He's kind of crappy. Yeah, but but both their performances kind of toe this really interesting line. Just from the little bit we've seen from Vice, this really interesting line between the person and the actual way that, like, this human being walked and talked, and also the caricature of him. Like, it's, it's just cartoonish enough to be like, oh, this is not necessarily making fun of the guy, but it's definitely a movie version of it no, but it, I don't think it's something about it has that like genuine feeling to it yeah no but then the other nominees were Mahershala Ali which no surprise for yeah. Green Book um, Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy uh, which, I believe that's that, uh, oh, I'm sorry Timothee he wants to be called to, oh yeah, he says his name's Timothee Chalamet <laughs> and it's his name so you know let's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he, he would know better than we would he would know yeah <laughs> um, and, he is, um, and he is pretty good in Beautiful Boy I'll say that yeah, like he's like the only shot that movie has for any love. But, His hair um, is so on point, uh, though, for a jacket. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. I'm pretty sure he's going to make it this year, like, for, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Again, I think all five of these people are going to end up on the Oscar list. Yeah, Richard like, E. Grant we've seen every time, right? Yeah. No, he show up in almost every category, uh, every, every uh, contender list. So. The interesting thing with Adam Driver for me is that I like Adam Driver a lot, and I think he does a very good job in Black Klansman. It feels like because that movie doesn't have like a really strong acting hook and they don't want to nominate someone playing David Duke that they're just kind of like, give it to Adam Driver to show that we like this cast. But that's why I was so shocked to see like John David Washington getting some love because it's not a very performance-heavy film mm, uh, aside from Topher Grace playing the literal Grand Wizard of the Clan. So is Topher Grace not playing? I haven't seen it. Uh, My apologies. I've read the story, um, or the dossier. I'm not sure how it's marketed. (laughs) The story that's very loosely based on the actual true story. Right. (laughs) Is Topher Grace not just playing a big old cartoon? I mean, yes, but... David Duke sounds like a big old cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it's David Duke, so, like, who cares? Um, but also, <laughs> yeah. but also, he does a very good job at any any. I think his performance has this really interesting, genuine evilness to it, where like he's cartoonish, but like, oh, you are an awful human being. Okay, you are the scum yeah. of the earth, and just real enough for me to sometimes be legitimately scared that that's a <laughs> thing that can exist. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, but then, yeah. um, let's see. Uh, Interesting. Speaking of John David Washington, as we mentioned for Black Klansman, uh, he was up for Best Actor in a Drama, mm-hmm. along with Bradley Cooper for Star is Born, Lucas Hedges for Boy Erased, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and then, awesome, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. I that had was given shocking. Up on this film. Yeah, I had given up on this film. I'm like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe it's not fully dead as I thought it was. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and then uh, let's see. Uh, best actress in a motion picture musical comedy. Olivia, um, let's see. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins. Elsie Fisher for Eighth Grade. Charlize Theron for Tully. Surprising. Which is and great. And Constance Wu for eight Crazy Rich Asians. Which, no, Crazy Rich Asians. Sorry. Trying which to not see it that correctly. is a very Golden Globes pick. It's a it's a good okay. movie. It's a pleasant movie. It's it's a very Golden Globes yeah. It's, it's a very Merry Golden Globes Christmas, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see what that movie looks like now. Like, like all, uh, the Peanuts characters all as representations of famous actors or celebrities. That'd be amazing. And oh. the reason that the adults are doing the wah 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 isn't because they can't. Isn't because like they can't actually dock. It's because everyone's got so much cheap champagne in them <laughs> that they can't make words. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is hosting yeah. today. Let, let, let's hear him talk. Mel Gibson. And then let's see. Um, best actress, actress in a drama, Glenn Close for The Wife. I, I know Davey. <laughs> it's, a lot of your most hated movies are the ones that are getting all the love. She's she's good in The Wife. It's just I don't think the wife, I don't think it's that interesting of a movie. And her performance is fine. It's like Charlotte Rampling's performance in Forty Five Years, but without being amazing. Uh, okay. Um, this is Lady not my Gaga, year. Uh, Lady Gaga for <laughs> Star is Born. Uh, Nicole Kidman for Destroyer. Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Rosamund Pike for a Private War. Wow. I'm really, really happy that Rosamund Pike is getting love. Yeah, for it's a prime time war. too. You know, I mean, kind of out of nowhere too. But apparently, like people just they 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 screened it to just the right people. It seems like. Yeah, I, yeah. It was reviewed I, on as the site. one of those people yeah. who like went to go see a like not a screening, but like who went to see it. Like, she's really good in it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, and then the last two categories here: um, best picture musical comedy is Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Which, okay, sure. I, some of those are straining the definition of comedy. To be fair, as they usually do, it's like The Favorite. I'm not sure. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I laugh a lot. I laugh a lot in Yorgos Lanthimos films. I think yeah, Killing of a Sacred Deer is a comedy. Yeah, very very dark humor. My. Yeah. Fair enough. It's comedy um, for broken people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and then Vice is a very dark comedy, too. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Investor Picture Drama, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go, Davey. Bohemian yeah. <laughs> Rhapsody. Wow. Yeah. And then Beale Street and Star is Born. It's like, seriously, Bohemian Rhapsody over Roma? <laughs> <laughs> just... Now, to be fair, to be fair, when you look at the Best Picture nominations from last year's Golden Globes, they weren't all reflective either. So, well, obviously. Do you, have the, do you have that list? Or what I'm pulling it? it up right now as we speak. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody is not going to get nominated for Best Picture. Hell would freeze I over if that happened, and well, so I would that, I. If I remember correctly, Bohemian Rhapsody was the movie you all have to see to to believe again in what Freddie Mercury and his sound did for the world. Then everybody saw it, and then the marketing was like, just, just come see it anyways, right? I mean, sure, it's not great, but, I mean, okay, we, well, Queen's so, great. Don't fair, just buy oh, the soundtrack. So, yeah. To be fair, uh, last year's nominations for Best Picture were three billboards, which ended up winning, 
uh, Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, The Post, and Shape of Water. Never mind, all those got nominated. <laughs> and then oh, musical wow. comedy, Lady Bird, Disaster Artist, Get Out, Greatest Showman, and I, Tanya. Oh, right, two of those, yeah. two of those got nominated. So yeah. it's not always, not everyone gets nominated who's up for Best Picture, but yeah. some of them. It's a better indicator than not, usually. So I just, I just. For Bohemian, though, again, it, it ranges from from my experience and what people have seen it, what I've read, it ranges from this is horrible to eh, you know. Yeah. It, so I'm kind of yeah, shocked it's, it's on there. Uh, I just, I just, How did you uh, know, Davy? I'm I pitching out all these wild guesses, and you're like, Bohemian Rhapsody being nominated is going to kill me. And I didn't say it at the time, but I, I almost slipped and said, Davy, that's crazy. That's not cancer. getting nominated. It'll, it'll give know? me AIDS. Yeah. It'll get <laughs> Uh, it'll give me AIDS and then it'll mess up the timeline of when I got AIDS for cheap dramatic effect and it'll just <clears throat> sorry I, I know that I am being a very terrible podcast guest right now and I am so sorry I just no, I have no. so many feelings about this awful movie I, I've been there man I you know I was that guy when we were doing Burning where I'm just I could barely contain myself for how much I disliked that movie yeah but you so. contain yourself a lot better than I'm containing myself right now uh, it happens but you know what? I think we've been going on long enough. I mean, is there any last major thoughts that you guys have about this? Uh, I mean, it seems like we're pretty all consistent on where we feel about the nominations today. Um, uh, no, Tony I, Collette is sad, so that's annoying. Yeah, that that was that was a, a disappointing that they snubbed her. So um, I'm gonna say something real quick. My five favorite movies of the year walked away with a total of zero nominations. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what were your five that's favorites? A shame. Uh, blind spotting, right? Blind, blind spotting, Madeline's Madeline, Hereditary, Bodied, and uh, Widows. That would have been amazing if Bodied got on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there was no reason the Bodied was going to get it, but yeah. just go, just just watch Blind Spotting. It's so good, and it should have gotten nominated, but it didn't. So hey, go watch Bodied. Yeah. Bodied is great. So. Yeah, go watch Bodied. It's it's not a Golden Globes type of movie, but it's it's a good one. YouTube Premium, man. Go check it out. YouTube Premium, everyone. I would watch Bodied like 17 times before watching... Uh, I'll just say Bohemian Rhapsody because that's the least favorite one on here, apparently. So, <laughs> All right, so uh, any last, other last thoughts or is that pretty much good for the podcast today? I, I, I've said my piece, I've dug my grave, and now I will lay in it. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, well... Yeah, I'm sad that First Reformed is probably going to die now in the major awards. <laughs> hey, so. you know, it doesn't mean it's fully dead. Maybe more people at the Oscars love the screenplay than the... You know, I mean, you know, I'll say this, like, probably screenplay is a safe bet for that one because there were only five contenders for screenplay here, so... Yeah. First, Re- yeah, first yeah. Reformed, it's going to be as dead as the planet will be in 20 years. <laughs> Which it was kind of about that. Huh? Uh. Yeah, that, that's the joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brad, these are the jokes, yeah, man. I'm like the two serious people now that you've been making fun of. Like, that's right. You, I knew you <laughs> Brad, enjoyed are you, it. <laughs> are you the Sean Penn of our podcast here? <laughs> womp, womp. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just over here. I'm the jokes man. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Jude Law? Jude Law is one of our greatest actors, and how dare you say that about him? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all I got to say about that. Um, Thank you guys for being a part of this experimental podcast here for doing live reactions. I think we'll do it a little bit more smoothly if we do Oscar nominations as well. And I think we'll have to hand the handle of this a little bit better. So, yeah, that'll be fun. 
And if you hate it, this was my idea, so I'm sorry. 